Blog Talk Radio. Christian Survival Radio. It's the fourth day of January 2018, 7.30 a.m. on the East Coast of the United States. And we're broadcasting to you today from North Central West Virginia. Before we get into the Word of God today, let's go to him in prayer, asking for his help. Precious Heavenly Father, we come to you knowing today that nothing can be done without you. Nothing can be done apart from your anointing from your wisdom, from your knowledge, from your truth. And we ask you, Lord, today in Jesus' name that you'd move, Father, today. You you know each and every one that's going to listen to this broadcast. You know every situation, every circumstance in their life. And we ask you today, Lord, that you touch them in the name of Jesus. Bring salvation to them and theirs. Bring deliverance. Lead out of captivity. Heal the sick, mend broken hearts. That's what you said you would do. And just have your way, Father, knowing that the time is short. And you said, Lord, as we see the times come in this day and age, look unto the hills with cometh our redemption. We ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> amen and amen. Well, this is the year 2018, the fourth day of 2018. I... Uh, certainly believe that God is not confined or controlled by time. I believe he is and always will be. I believe he operates outside of time, and time is simply a mechanism by which he will step in eventually and uh, do a lot of things, but God is not controlled by time, although he does control time. The Bible says, Psalmist David said that by times are in his hands, our journey on this earth, our sojourning on this earth, our, uh, our, our, our walk with God, which is the most important thing that we have, is in the hands of an almighty God. For a new year, I believe, I believe the Lord would say to the body of Christ, he would say, for the Lord says this must be the year of order in my house. This must be the year of order in your lives, in your minds, in your emotions, in your finances. Time to tie up all loose ends. Time to get your house in order. If you'll notice the title today of our broadcast, it is, This is the Year of the Seeker. This is the Year of the Seeker. Psalmist David said, As a deer pants after the water, 
King James's heart. So does my soul seek and pant after you. We see in that particular scripture a urgency, an urgency. And I, I think there's a, min, a misconception in the body of Christ that God is just going to wait on people and not move on until they decide to do what needs to be done and until they decide to to go into perfect obedience unto his will i i believe there is a perfect will of god but i believe men must seek god in order to derive at that perfect will in their lives now we see after the tower of babel after nimrod who led the first organized revolution against God. Uh, once again, after the, after the flood, the earth had lapsed into total depravity. That I've said it a thousand times that men's problem is is and always will be Sin, that is our nemesis. It's sin that kills. It's sin that brings depravity. It's sin that makes men old. We, we, we are products of, of the fall. Uh, the Bible says, I would that none would perish, but that each and every one would come unto everlasting life. Most of the world, under the tutelage of this man named Nimrod, who... Uh, I believe that from the Tower of Babel, which represents the Babylonian system, that all occults and all revolutions and all countercultures against God stem from that area where men became completely rebellious to the things of God. The Bible says that Nimrod was a hunter, not of not of a deer and rabbit or squirrel, but he was a hunter of men's souls. He was the first, I believe, the first type of the Antichrist, the son of Cush. He was related to Noah. He was in the the, uh, the bloodline of, of Noah, the one who had built the ark. And eight souls were saved. And and out of uh, that, I believe I believe he come from the lineage of Ham. And he uh, led the first, like I said before, the first uh, organized revolution against God. And 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 still. Today, men are still rebelling against the things of God. And out of that time and that era, there, there was a man in the land of Chaldean, in the land of Ur, the Bible says, who was named at that time Abram, and God sought him and told him, he said, get away from your kin. I'm going to lead you into a place. I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Let's remember that God sought out Abram. But once Abram had knowledge of who God was, then Abram began to follow after him. Abram began to seek him. The Bible says that Abram was the uh, uh, poster boy, so to speak, of justification by faith. Uh, the Bible says he believed God and it was counted 
unto him as righteousness. So from that time on, Abraham sought God. The Bible says he was of, of, of no certain lineage of this world. He was not a, a citizen. He had no ongoing citizenship of this world. He was looking for a city. He was builder and maker, and foundation was God. His life became seeking God. Help us today, Lord. Once he had knowledge. So the Bible says if you have light, if you have knowledge, then it's your responsibility and my responsibility to walk in the light that we have. You can't, if, if you have the knowledge of Jesus Christ, if you have the knowledge of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, you can't, you can't ignore him. You must act in one way or the other. You either receive him or reject him, knowing that there's consequences and outfall for both. I mean, you just can't ignore God's existence. You can't put him off on a shelf somewhere. You can't put him in a religious category. You can't put him under a a, uh, a billing or a, or a heading. You must deal with God and you must deal with him in your heart. You must come to grips that we need a personal relationship with this same God who Abraham saw. Jesus said that Abraham saw my day and rejoiced therein. So this is the year that I believe that men, you know, we, we hear a lot of uh, statements said at the beginning of years, you know, a lot of resolutions, quote, unquote. We, you know, uh, I was going to lose weight, quit this, quit that, do this, do that, go to church more, blah, 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 blah. Do, don't procrastinate as much. You know, I mean, there's so many resolutions that, that, that we make, but I believe we need to come to resolve that we need to seek God. We need to seek God like we never saw him. Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes 12, 13 through 14. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Excuse me. For God shall bring, listen. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. There's a coming a day when men will be exposed for who they are. We are living under grace and mercy. Now's the time to deal with your shortcomings, with, with, with our shortcomings. Now's the time to deal. Come and let us reason together that though your sins be as scarlet, so shall they be as white as snow. I often read a bill where you don't see it too much anymore that wise men still seek him. Wise men still seek him, the eternal God, the eternal spirit. God was never created. He was and always will be. He says, I am that I am. He's the eternal, self-existent, almighty God. And for our text today, go to Isaiah Chapter 55, beginning with verse 6, and the prophet said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Verse 7. 
Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. There we see an answer to men's dilemma in two verses. That the answer for men is to seek God. (laughs) And he says, while he may be found. That word seek there means to tread in a frequent manner. In other words, seek him often. Seek him in the morning. Seek him at noon. Seeking in the evening. Psalmist David said that uh, uh, I, I will meditate upon thy law. I will hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Bible declares that if we meditate upon the things of God and the word of God, that we shall be kept in perfect peace because there's a foundation, see, that we stand on. Jesus said, upon this church, I will, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That word rock is bedrock. That means the foundation of the ages. The saying is rock of ages, rock of ages. Sure foundation in a time when men's hearts are troubled, in a time when men's hearts are failing them for the things they see coming on the face of the earth, the only place that you find can find peace in this world is in God Almighty, is in his Son, Jesus Christ, and letting the Holy Ghost guide and lead and order your footsteps and teach you and comfort you and unction you, enlighten you. My people perish. He said, for the lack of knowledge. So seek ye the Lord while ye may be found. That word Lord there is Yohaveh or Jehovah, which is self-existent, the eternal one. The God above all gods, the true and the living God, not a man-made God, not a man-made God carved out in a workshop somewhere and placed on a mantle or on a windowsill or a an, an idol or some dead inanimate object that does not move. We have this example of the Ark of the Covenant when it came into the to the to to the camp of the Philistines, and they had the audacity to the Ark beside their god Dagon. And if you can read the scriptures, look it up and read it. That Dagon did not fare well where the presence of the Lord is. There's none above him. There is none greater. And him because he's the only real and true and living God in a world that has numerous and millions and millions and millions of so-called self-proclaimed deities and uh, that, that men have lifted up and anything to circumvent. Remember what I said in the, uh, the plains of Shinar, the Nimrod tried to circumvent men from God. He would persuade them that there's another way, there's another light. It's where we get the Luciferians. There's another light, the light bearer, which uh, his name's not Lucifer anymore. It's Satan, which means accuser, slanderer. But it says, Seek you, Lord, while you may be found, while he may be found, found to exist in our lives, to be Lord, while he is near, while his mercies are still. Extended. I, mean, I believe we're living in the the age of grace, the age of mercy, the 
church age that his hand is extended. His hand is is uh, uh, prompting men to come unto him, to the true and the living God. Forsake all others. Lay aside every weight of sin that was so easily beset us and, and seek the true and the living God. He, he can't dwell in the house of other gods. He's all by himself. He's all by himself. He's God all by himself that we that he may be near call upon him while he is near a denotes a kinship the bible declares that jesus christ is the heir of god and we are joint heirs with him that we have a inheritance because of the blood that was shed on the cross 2,000 years ago that we have this, the Bible declares we have a right to go boldly before the throne of God with our supplications and our needs because of us, no, because of the blood, because the blood that was shed from the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The answer for sin is and always will be Jesus Christ and his shed blood. I'm going to say it again. Men have a sin problem. This is what God addresses from Genesis to Revelation is man's sin and the fact that that sin separates us from him. And there's only one that reconciles, and that's Jesus Christ and his blood. One mediator between God and man. And the Bible says that's the man, Christ Jesus. This is the year that we need to make a resolution that we're going to seek him while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. In Psalms 32 and 6, it says, For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. The psalmist said that if you seek God in a time when he can be found, then the Bible says these great floodwaters, which is a type of the world right now being flooded, flooded with evil and men's devices and mayhem and chaos and wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famines and things of this nature that there's only one protection. The Bible declares in Psalms 91 under the shadow of the Almighty, under the wings place the protection seek him while he may be found don't put it off a, another day he says cast all your cares upon me for I care for you come unto me yet are head heavy laden in labor and, and, and I will give you a rest so Philippians says a peace that passeth all understanding when we Leave those things that are behind and we press toward the high mark of the high calling when we let things go out of our hands that no longer help us, that we know in our heart of hearts that are separating us from God, but yet we want to hang on to these dead things. It's time that we be severed from the deadness in our life and only the power of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his finished work and break that cycle. Call upon him while he is yet near. 
in Amos 5, 4, For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. Deuteronomy says that I set before you life, and I set before you death. Now choose you this day uh, life or death. I'd rather you choose life. Jesus said in John 10, I come that you might have life, and you might have it more abundantly. The life is in the blood. The Vedicus 17 says the life is in the blood. And the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on the cross, giving us life, the perfect blood, the untainted blood. No longer do we have to kill off farm animals. Because once, the Bible says, Jesus went behind the veil and put his blood on the mercy seat on earth and in heaven. He says, verse 7, let the wicked forsake his way. Let the wicked forsake his way. Who's the wicked? Us. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. In us is the capacity to sin. We can sin. We have that capacity. We have a sin nature. And the Bible declares that the sin nature should not have dominion over us in the book of Romans. We put our faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That sin will not have dominion over us. Once again, we must point to the fact that sin always brings death. I believe James said lust brings sin and sin brings death. Our battle is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's our battle. And there's no religious organization that can cover all that. There's, there's not a, 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 a articles of belief that's ever been written that can cover all. There's not a constitution or, or bylaws that's ever been written in, 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 in any church that can cover and eradicate sin from our lives. There's only one thing, and it's the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. But it must be applied. Take you a hyssop, he said, the book of Exodus and 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 dip it in the basin and, and sprinkle the blood over the door stop whereby when the death angel comes by he will pass over you. The Passover lamb, the Paschal lamb, and John said, Behold the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. We we can't complicate this thing. We live in a uh, a media media driven technological maze. The church is in anymore. We spend more time with our devices, trying to get them ready to do whatever we need to do, than than, than preaching the word of God. We're more interested in how we look and how we present ourselves rather than preaching the the word of God. John the Baptist wasn't worried about how he looked. The Bible says, see, when he came out of the world, and I'm sure people were uh, set back by how this man who wore camel's hair and had a long beard and had locusts and honey coming out of it, but he had a message. He said, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And this, his message caught fire. He began to baptize, of course, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And I realize these media types are, are instruments by which God uses to get the gospel out. But let's worry more about the details of the gospel than the details of our media presentations. Because it's the gospel that saves. It's not the podcast. God help us today. 
Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let the wicked forsake his way. The unrighteous man, that, that, that means a man of iniquity. Iniquity means a man, woman, boy, girl that is lawless. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him unto our God, for he he will abundantly pardon or multiply our pardon. Proverbs 28:13 says he that covereth his sin shall not prosper but whoso confesseth and forsakes him shall have mercy there's the bible speaking of unconfessed sin what do we do about it we confess it we can't cover it we we, we don't have that in us to cover it Isaiah 43 and 25 says I even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. See, that's why we seek him, that he remembers our sins no longer, that we no longer are charged with our sin because, once again, the penalty for sin is death, eternal separation from God. And the Bible declares a hell where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth where the canker worm never dies. He said, I am he that blots out what? Thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. Isaiah one eighteen says, Come now and let us reason together saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah forty four twenty two says, I swept thy transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. See this returning thing here? You can't leave him. The Bible declares he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We must have faith. Because without it it's impossible to please God. Matthew 7, 7 through 11 says, Ask, listen, and shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asks receives, and he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it is open, it shall be opened. Verse 9 of Matthew 7, Or what man is there of you whom if his son 
ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, if ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? And the number one thing we need to ask is salvation. Confidence in our our uh, eternal destination where the inner man will live forever. We're, we're all going to live forever somewhere. Somewhere. Daniel said some, some shall be resurrected unto eternal life and some shall be resurrected unto eternal damnation. So seek him while he may be found. Seek him early. Seek him often. Get your prayer life, a what people call a Christian discipline, reading the word, a Christian discipline. That's something we should flow in. It's not something that we should be uh, uh that it's a burden to do and we you know, we we struggle to to find time. Uh, you'll you'll find if you don't spend time in the word and you don't spend time seeking him, then then your life goes away, situations, circumstances, and you, you you lack the wisdom, you lack the vision to uh, occupy in this world. Colossians three verses one through two says, "If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above." not on things on the earth. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all of your heart. And ye shall seek me and find me. What's the criteria? When you shall search for me with all of your heart. Study these scriptures. Meditate on them. And it's not, well, uh, you know, if I get time this year. No, it, 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 it's a must. It's, it's a mandate that God's people begin to seek him. It's a mandate that we go into highways and the byways and compel others to to come in. It's a mandate that we reflect Jesus Christ in in our lives. It's a mandate that we throw aside every weight that was so easily beset us. Hebrews says every weight of sin. For God's not the author of confusion, but he's the author and the finisher of our faith. I'd like to tell you the world is going to get better, but I don't see that. Uh, I see what Jesus prophesied. Jesus was a prophet, and he he said things will wax worse. Men will wax worse. Iniquity shall abound. Men will become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Men will begin to worship the creation rather than the creator. Men's theology will be turned upside down. Many shall be taken from the faith. Many shall believe a lie, and the Bible says be damned. But if you seek him, if you seek him, you say, well, I don't feel like it. That's the problem we live in a feeling generation. 
we are motivated by our feelings. We, uh, we are, we are apprehended by our feelings. The just must walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by feeling. We call those things that are not as though they were. We are faith people. Don't, not motivated by our feelings because you know, and I know you'll feel one way when you go to bed and you'll feel another when you wake up, you'll feel another in the afternoon, you'll feel another in the evening. I mean, we, uh, our, our feelings are up and down. We cannot gauge our salvation by how we feel. We gauge our salvation by who we believe in and who we are seeking. We are following after. Where's our affections? Are they on things above rather than on things below? Matthew 6.33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is the word of God. See the see the devil is attacking the word. He's attacking our faith. He knows that if we believe the word, that that truth of that word will set us free. So he does everything he can to attack us and try to destroy us. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon, which means a multiplication thereof. The man, the unrighteous man, is the man of iniquity, the lawless one, the rebel, the rebel. And the only way the rebel in our life can be put down is when we completely, we completely surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ and we seek him while he may be found. See, there's coming a day when Jesus Christ, you can read in the word of God, becomes judge. There's two judgments that I read of. There's the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ, where we will be judged as Christians. That we'll give account for every outer word. We'll stand before the Creator, stand before the Supreme Judge and be judged. Where people will get their rewards. And then the other judgment is the, the white throne. You don't want to be at that one. The end of that judgment will be what I read in the Word of God, hell. All those that have rejected him, all those that have chosen to push him aside will be judged at that time. Seek him while he may be found. If you don't know him today, call on his name. 
Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered and shall be set free. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God Almighty raised the Son from the dead. From the borrowed tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, that he's alive and well, seen of over 500. The Bible says before he ascended, and the Bible says the angel of the Lord said, This same Jesus which you see ascending in like manner will descend. We are looking for the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Bible says we must love his appearing, but hasn't come yet. So we need to seek him while he may be found, because all things will come to an end. That God himself will call halt to time as we know it. As we know it. I said before, he's not confined by it, but we know time. We are, we walk by time. Everything we do is appointed time. But there's a time coming, the Bible says it's appointed, and a man wants to die, and then the judgment. Have you sought him? Are you ready to die? God help us today. Are you ready to die? We don't know the hour. We don't we don't know when our appointment's coming. But it's coming. When we will stand before an Almighty God. Help us today, Lord, and give an account for every outer word that we've ever spoken. Seek him while he may be found. Call up him while he may be near. If you, need, if you need salvation today, call on the name of the Lord. I just told you, confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Confess your sins. Repent of them. And turn. Repent means to turn around. Go in a different direction. <clears throat> Make a conscious decision. Excuse me. Call upon the name of the Lord and he shall be delivered. He's saving. He's healing. The Bible says by his stripes you're healed. And by, the, by his chastisement that we have peace of mine. Everything that we need is in him. We must seek him while he may be found. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask you today to go forth and do what needs to be done. For it's still quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. It's not the words of men, but it's your word. Let men listen to what you have to say and act accordingly. You see every need, you see every situation, you see every circumstance. Lord, let us get let us get desperate to seek you like we've never sought you. My, my, my. Oh, God, let us call upon your name while we still have time to call upon your name. We've never sought you. In Jesus' holy and righteous name, we pray. Till next time, God bless. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.